and these vaccines are new technology, never before been deployed in the human population. They are tools of gene therapy or Frankenstein, Frankenstein technology. If SARS-CoV-2 is a bioweapon, then the code of the spike protein for SARS-CoV-2 injected into you, you're having a bioweapon injected into you. He said, if we do not immediately stop mass vaccination campaigns all around the world, the world will experience an international catastrophe of mass mortality. That this, this house, this international house of cards will crumble. There's going to be an international scandal and all those who are aiding and abetting it will find themselves in trouble. Before we get into this show, I want to share with you the Z-Stack, a powerful immunity-building vitamin pack formulated by Dr. Zelenko, the founder of the Zelenko Protocol. Many of you may have seen my interview with Dr. Zelenko explaining how the combination of quercetin and vitamin C together is a powerful zinc ionophore gun which delivers zinc, the bullet, into the cell where the virus is. Zinc blocks the virus from getting into the cell. Corsetin and vitamin C together are a safe over-the-counter alternative to hydroxychloroquine. Access to this is needed when government restricts and bans effective treatments. Also, it has been established that high normal levels of vitamin D is important for warding off sickness and staying out of the hospital. With the dangers of the COVID shot, we need a strong immune system to keep from getting sick. The danger is getting sick. That's when the effects of the bioweapon shot takes over. The Z-Stack will provide you with a defensive weapon to fight a potential virus. You can see the studies and also buy yours today at the link below or at sarahwestall.com under shop. I also highly recommend C60 gel caps, daily zeolite detox, and my probiotic greens to maintain a healthy body, all of which you can get at my shop at sarahwestall.com under shop. So I'm going to uh, re re give a correlation between design and function. When I did uh, A-level biology under Father Gerard Farfan at Fatima College, uh, we used a textbook called Biology, a Functional Approach by MBV Roberts. And we learned then that form and function should be one, that form follows function. In fact, the purpose of design is function. And I want to start my presentation by looking at a quick backdrop of the genetic bioweapons industry. And I think the world first became aware of the fact that there was a, such, such, such a bioweapons industry when uh, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Leonard Hor Horowitz published a book called Emerging Viruses in 1996. Emerging Viruses, AIDS and Ebola, Natural or Intentional. That was the title of the book. And in this academic treatise, and he's a virologist and a vaccinologist, he proved that AIDS and Ebola are manufactured uh, viruses uh, engineered in a laboratory. His academic treatise has stood the test of time. It has never been refuted. And, and we know that uh, the way academics stand and fall is on being presented and refuted. This has never been refuted. And uh, the genetic bioweapons industry is the most covert industry on planet Earth. But it exists. I would like to go further by saying that um, William Cohen, the former US Secretary of State in 1997, Cohen referred to the concept of an ethnic bioweapon as a possible risk. In 1998, some biological weapon experts considered such a genetic weapon plausible. And you know when they say that, it means they've already produced it 
and they're, they're stockpiling it and waiting to use it. Uh, and that research was being done on how certain substances can influence human genes. That was 1998. Ten years later, in 2008, the U.S. Government Congressional Committee uh, uh, sat under the, under, under the title, under the label, Genetics and Other Human Modification Technologies. A new kind of arms race, people, a new kind of arms race is happening. And, and somebody and, and in that committee said, there are attempts to manipulate human genetics in ways that would horrify us. And so that was 2008. Let me go a little further and uh, go beyond William Cohen. And we want to introduce you to somebody called Dr. Francis Boyle, a very, very significant gentleman. I think we have a, a photo of Dr. Boyle that we could put up. Dr. Francis Boyle is an international law expert. He's also an, an expert on uh, genetic bioweapons. And he was a gentleman who framed the Anti-Terrorism Act. It's called the Bioweapons Anti-Terrorism Act, or BWATA. It was framed in 1989, signed into law in 1990 by, by President George W. Bush with unanimous approval from the U.S. Senate and the U.S. Congress. And so uh, if there is a, a, a genetic bioweapons anti-terrorism act, it means obviously there must be a genetic bioweapons industry. And uh, I want you to know, people, that on this earth, 22 nations on planet earth have what we call BSL-4 labs. A BSL-4 lab means biosafety level 4. Uh, biosafety level 4 is the highest level of biosafety. And in these labs, they make pathogens, deadly pathogens. Uh, I also want you to know that 16 nations on planet Earth stockpile genetic bioweapons. 16 nations stockpile. They have them in the armory. There's a new arms race going on. And I want to give you a quote from Dr. Francis Boyle. Dr. Francis Boyle, the framer of the Anti-Terrorism Act, says this, uh, international law expert, bioweapons expert, SARS-CoV-2 is an offensive biological warfare agent made in a lab and engineered with gain-of-function properties. He said that in February 2020. I have, I have quoted this in, my, in a documentary I did. It's on YouTube called Watchman What of the Night Part 1, where I, I spell this out very clearly. Wow. And he's, he has come to the conclusion, and this is going to shock you. Amen. Uh, put on your seatbelts. This is going to shock you. He has come to the conclusion that SARS-CoV-2 is a tripartite chimera. And it is composed of one, SARS, the original SARS, uh, but, and he says SARS uh, is already weaponized, and then that SARS virus was enhanced by gain-of-function properties, and step three, they were all then uh, genetically recombined with an HIV virus. That's the virus that causes AIDS, so a tripartite chimera. If you think I am kidding, I have some notes here that I can refer to, and uh, they, I call them smoking gun one, two, and three. Francis Boyle quoting from an article called Antiviral Research, February 10, 2020, uh, written by three French scientists and one Canadian scientist from Montreal, said the Wuhan, the, the Wuhan coronavirus genetic analysis may provide a gain of function to 2019 novel coronavirus. To, the Wuhan coronavirus genetic analysis may provide a gain of function to 2019 novel coronavirus for efficient spreading in human population compared to other beta coronaviruses. He says that is a smoking gun. Wow. 
It was genetically engineered for efficient spreading in human population. Wow. That's recorded. Gain of function, if you don't know what gain of function means, gain of function means genetically engineered to be more lethal, more virulent, more infectious, and to mutate or adapt more readily with slight increases in immune selection pressure from the population. It's also called accelerated viral evolution. And uh, I saw Dr. Gill refer to that in his campaign about, uh, and he used the, 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 the colloquial parlance, just so. Viruses don't just so jump from animal to human. Uh, smoking gun number two, UNC. And that's the University of North Carolina. Don't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> the University of North Carolina labs at Chapel Hill uh, brought a team together to do an experiment. And part of the North Carolina University team was, uh, they were joined by a gentleman from China called Dr. Zheng Li Shi. Dr. Zheng Li Shi. He was from the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the Chinese Academy of Sciences. And in fact, Wuhan gave a grant to the University of North Carolina so that scientists could be involved in this, in this experiment. They imported uh, SARS cells, SARS viruses, from, Fort, from the Fort Detrick labs. And for those of you who know geopolitics and covert geopolitics, very necessary for any Bible prophecy teacher or any pastor in this day to know, amen, Fort Detrick, the Fort Detrick labs are the US's, the US's main BSL-4 labs where they research, stockpile, and test genetic bioweapons. And so, so this team, given a grant uh, by China, uh, were working on, on, on increasing the pathogenicity of the SARS samples that they got from Fort Detrick. Smoking gun number three, uh, research at the Australian Animal Health Lab was funded by the Chinese Ministry of Science and Technology, along with the, the, the other two I mentioned, the Wuhan Institute and the Academy of Sciences from China. And the experimental goal was to coalesce the initial weaponized SARS virus, uh, enhance it with gain of function properties, and then coalesce it genetically to an HIV virus. Amen. Therefore, forming the tripartite chimera. And so I'm, I'm listening to you where these experiments took place. Let me go a little further. Smoking gun number four. Indian scientists did an analysis on the SARS-CoV-2 virus, and they said they definitely found elements of the HIV virus in the genomic sequencing. So this was confirmed by a team from India. And uh, let me mention to you that uh, HIV is a retrovirus. Retroviruses use mRNA to inject their stuff into the cell. And uh, when the mRNA is injected into the cell, there is something called retrointegration that takes place. And that means that the, the mRNA is converted back into DNA, and then it, it coalesces with the, the chromosomal DNA of the host. Uh, so, so retroviruses like HIV carry an enzyme called reverse transcriptase, which changes mRNA back into DNA so it can coalesce with, the, with the, 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 the genes in your nucleus. This means that when they said it's an mRNA vaccine, and they said it will, it will, it will only go to the ribosomes and form proteins, that's not true. Even it, it will be reconverted to, the, to DNA and affect your human genome. Wow. wow. So Francis Boyle says this, the most dangerous biological weapon ever released on the public is SARS-CoV-2. Wow. Now, let me go to smoking gun, which number five? Smoking gun five? Smoking gun number five. 
Fauci's emails. Wow. Fauci's emails say this. Uh, well, first of all, we must note Fauci's vacillations. When, when he was called, when recently he was called to testify to the U.S. Congressional Committee, uh, and this is all on video record, he said no, U.S. taxpayers did not fund the Wuhan laboratory. Then he said yes, U.S. taxpayers did fund the, the, the laboratory, but it was a sub-grant. Then he said we funded it, but there was no gain-of-function research. Then he said we did fund it, uh, there was gain-of-function research, but it, was, but it was a sound scientific decision. Jesus. Then he said it would have been negligent not to fund it. So he kept, he kept vacillating back and forth, and I said, this is all on record. Let me go further to another one of Fauci's emails. This is from Dr. Christian Anderson, and I'm proving to you that SARS-CoV-2 is, SARS is a genetic bioweapon. Dr. Christian Anderson, in an email, a, a, a secret email that was unearthed when Fauci's emails were exposed, he said the unusual features of the virus make up a really small part of the genome. So no one has to look, so one has to look really closely at the sequence to see that some features look engineered. Wow. Smoking gun number six. Further, this is the same guy, Dr. Christian Anderson, writing in an email to Dr. Fauci. Further, I should mention that after discussions with Eddie, Bob, and Mike, called, uh, his fellow virologists, we all find the genome inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory. This is what Dr. Gill was referring to. The way a virus normally evolves, this virus didn't look like that. So they found, number one, the virus looked engineered, and it, was in, it looked inconsistent with evolutionary theory. Wow. So, beloved, uh, this, this states very clearly that, uh, that SARS-CoV-2 is a genetic bioweapon. And uh, let's go to Charles Leiber. Charles Leiber was the, is the head of biology and the head of chemical biology at Harvard University. He was. And this guy used to train graduate Chinese students. Yes, that's him up on the screen. Uh, he used to train, train graduate Chinese students in his lab. He was a microbiologist of the highest note and he has received over $15 million in defense contracts from the United States government to do just that, create, create genetic bioweapons. Uh, two, of his, two of his students were arrested at the Logan International Airport in December 2019, smuggling 21 vials of sensitive biological material to Wuhan, China. Wow. Amen. Charles Leiber himself was arrested by the FBI on January 28, 2020 for espionage with China. He was their consultant and, the, and actually was a hands-on builder of the BSL-4 lab in Wuhan, China. China has one deluxe BSL-4 lab. It was built by Charles Leiber through his consultancy. He was paid 150 million US dollars to do that and had a salary of 50,000 US a month from China. Amen. And so it has become very clear that SARS-CoV-2 is not a Kung Fu virus or a Chinese virus, as some people say. It was, it was due to Anglo-Asian complicity. Amen. Leiber's involvement actually goes much deeper than I mentioned in, but that's not for this people. I will skip um, at this point. I have, I have talked extensively about vaccine types and uh, a num uh, mass, uh, 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 mass vaccination at the time of uh, a pandemic. But I'm just going to hit on one thing quickly before I, I go to my final point. Yes, I want you to understand that um, the vaccine types that are on the market, Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson are all genetic vaccines. 
They are mRNA and viral vector vaccines that will affect your human genome. They are not normal. Amen. The normal vaccines that I got when I was a child and my children got when I was an adult amen, are, are attenuated or inactivated virus vaccines. And these vaccines are new technology, never before been deployed in the human population. They are tools of gene therapy or Frankenstein, Frankenstein technology, as some people call it, amen, a mystery concoction. Amen, and they are not normal. Therefore, don't, and I hear doctors on television conflating the two types of vaccines. They are tools of gene therapy. If SARS-CoV-2 is a bioweapon, then the code of the spike protein for SARS-CoV-2 injected into you, you're having a bioweapon injected into you. And the spike protein, I won't go into the, the, the scientific details right now, but the spike protein is pathogenic and it will, dis, it will damage you. Uh, Dr. Sukarit Bagli says it's a thrombogen the vaccine is a thrombogenic vaccine. And he warns of neural venal thrombosis and he warns of the decimation of the human population. Mass uh, vaccination at the time of high, at a time of high infectious pressure. That means at the time, uh, thank you, at the time when, the, when the, 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 there is, the pandemic is at its height, that, that causes, it fuels a phenomenon known to all virologists. I heard a virologist on television, TV6 News, last night mentioned this, and uh, called viral immune escape. And in a nutshell, viral immune escape is this. When you put a virus under pressure through a mass vaccination program, the, vac the vaccine-induced antibodies will stand up against the COVID-19 virus and, and fight it. And so the virus is on the run. Once a virus gets on the run, remember this virus is a, is a virus that especially, uh, it has gain-of-function properties. Yes. You put it under pressure, it changes. Right. It shifts. It changes its cloak. It looks different. Wow. Amen. It becomes a variant. Wow. And, and the variant cannot be stopped by the vaccine-induced antibodies. Vaccine-induced antibodies also shut down your innate immune system. Mm. So the vaccinated have vaccine-induced antibodies that cannot stop a variant, and then all, they also shut down your innate immune system. So variants can come straight through and infect those who are vaccinated. That is viral immune escape. And that says that the vaccinated are defenseless against variants. Jesus. This is no longer a pandemic of COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2. This is a pandemic of variants. Amen. And there is something called recombination. Listen to me carefully. Why aren't our virologists telling us this? Amen. Uh, recombination means that a vaccinated host can be infected by more than one variant at one time. Oh, big deal. Delta variant is in Trinidad. You heard that? Amen. Well, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough says, uh, they don't have enough letters in the Greek alphabet to name the variants. Amen. In fact, there are over 100 variants already floating around all over the globe. Some, some put it as 185. If a vaccinated host is infected, uh, co-infected by more than one variant, the variants, when they get inside, they have a little party and they mix and they change DNA and they, they camouflage and they, 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 they mix their DNA, the recombinant DNA technology takes place and it produces a super variant. Yeah. Amen. And if super variants are produced, nothing can stop them. And already they are saying that the, I think the latest variant to come out is, is, is vaccine resistant. Well, this is just the beginning. Dr. Su uh, Dr. Gert van den Bosch warns, he said, if we do not immediately stop mass vaccination campaigns all around the world, the world will experience an international catastrophe of mass mortality. I didn't say that. He did. The vaccinated are a threat to us all. However, amen, we must, we, we must treat the vaccinated kindly. 
amen, with, with, with great empathy, amen, with prayer, amen, and, 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 and with humanity and love, amen. Thank you, my brother. Amen. So, so no discrimination against the vaccinated. Amen. So, yes, yes, amen. So, let me just close by saying this. Uh, let, let me mention also antibody-dependent enhancement, which is an autoimmune situation that, help, that also uh, is surface, surfaces during mass vaccination. And I'm going to just piggyback and uh, uh, do a kind of uh, uh, add-on to some of the things that Bishop Gill said. I'm gonna, this section is called Follow the Money, and it's going to be quick. The pharmaceutical industry benefited from a law, the resurgence of a law called the DTC law, direct-to-consumer law, that, was put, that, that became very prevalent in 1997. It allowed pharmaceutical companies to, uh, to, to, to advertise prescription drugs directly through mass media to, the, to their customers and consumers. This changed the game because it, it meant that the pharmaceutical industry could pour millions and millions of dollars into the media. And uh, therefore, they effectively owned the media and controlled the media. Oh the pharmaceutical industries also uh, control the WHO, as Dr. Gill mentioned. In fact, 60 to 7 percent of the funding of the World Health Organization comes from the pharmaceutical industries. But that's not all. The pharmaceutical industries also contain the, control the U.S. legislature, the medical research uh, journals, medical research journals, you can't publish nothing unless they approve. Even the scientific journals, the medical schools where doctors are trained are controlled by the pharmaceutical industry. And now they have come home to us, amen, even onto our own shores, where they have co-opted control of national governments, uh, public health authorities, medi the medical fraternity, Jesus. the media, the business sector, and I'm sorry to say, the ecclesiastical leaders as well. Amen. So I want you to know that uh, the elected, the elite, and the ecclesiastics have, have, have struck hands together, Jesus. and they have decided they're going to vaccinate the entire world, and that's what we are, suf that's what we are suffering from. Amen. Uh, so, so, so we, we, Trinidad and Tobago, we are not following the real science. This is the real science, mm -hmm. amen? And this real science is being suppressed and censored, right. amen? We are effectively following the dictates of the pharmaceutical companies, yeah. amen? In other words, we're not following, we're not following the science, we're following the money, right. amen? And, 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 and I am shocked That's to see, right. I, I see giants in the church world falling because, you know, it is a funny thing for the, the state to control the medical apparatus of a nation. Wow. Yeah. If the state dictates to the medical apparatus what to do, if they dictate to the business owners what to do, if they dictate to the churches what to do, are we still in a democracy? Hmm. Are we still in a democracy? Have we crossed, crossed the line? And this is my last submission. Let me close with this. This is the death graph. By the way, um, Francis Boyle calls BSL4 Labs uh, 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 death factories. He calls that work death science. 13,000 U.S. scientists work in that field. 13,000. Here's a death graph. I want to use as my pivotal date, a date that the Prime Minister will remember very well. Tuesday, the 6th of April, 2021. That was the day on which Dr. Keith Christopher Rowley uh, was supposed to be vaccinated, but he came down uh, so sad with COVID a COVID-19 infection. But April 6, 2021 is also the day that the, the public mass vaccination campaign in Trinidad and Tobago was implemented. It started. I want to use that as a central point. If I go back to March 2020, between March 2020 and April 6, 2021, 145 people died in Trinidad and Tobago. 145. Yes. And uh, uh, 
Then, using April 6, 2021 again as a, as a, as a key point, from April 6, 2021 to August 13th, that's yesterday, because I only have figures up to yesterday, to August 13th, 2021, that's four months, 1,022 people have died. 1022 people have died uh, in four months, as opposed to 145 people. So when the vaccine, public vaccination campaign started, a death spike began. And in, 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 in a few months, uh, uh, 1,022 people died. 14% of people died before the vaccine. 86% of the people wow. died after the vaccine. And Gerd van den Bosch, in his model, he predicts that this is what would happen. Exactly. And it's happening in 90% of the countries all over the world. Right. Amen. That, that, it means that the vaccines are causing the death spike. Let me say it again. The vaccines are causing the death spike. The, the, the vaccinated are the spike, even, which is why our public health authorities cannot release the data and the statistics to show the deaths of the vaccinated. One doctor tried, and I haven't seen her since. On your screen, that graph, you see, you, you see that spike at the end of the graph? At, at, at where, am I, where I'm sitting on the right-hand side of the graph, it may be opposite for you. A spike, the bottom of that spike, the bottom of that hill, is April 6th, April 6th, 2021. From that point on, the spike just keeps going up. That graph has never been shown on a COVID briefing. What they do is they present segmented, compartmentalized graphs of different facets, but they never show you. This, this, is, this is the master graph. This linear graph of deaths is the master graph. It's still rising, people, since the vaccination rollout. I close by saying this. Amen. Uh, Noah and his family resisted the whole world, amen, in standing against the evil of their day. Come on, amen. Daniel, Daniel, and Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, <laughs> amen, stood against an empire and won. Come on, somebody. Esther changed the command of a king by her faith and her prayer, amen. So I want to encourage all you Christians out there. Yes. You think you're fighting a Goliath? Amen. Well, David defeated Goliath. In yes. my Bible, David defeated Goliath. Yes. Amen. Don't worry about the size of your opponent. What, bother about the size of your God. Oh, Amen. Hallelujah. God, is, God will prevail. Yes. I optimistically submit to you, prophetically submit to you, that this, this house, this international house of cards will crumble. There's going to be an international scandal. And all those who were aiding and abetting it will find themselves in trouble.